11 from the spider. Tilwa. Yep. You're muted, You're my, ange- muted, my angelic friend. I'm trying to be really good so Ian doesn't have to like do any tapping. Well, stop fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Fellowship of the Tabletop Bellum Draconis. We are, all in all, a live play 5e D&D podcast set in the magical homebrewed world of Aerith in the kingdom of Dralak. Joining you for this week's episode, we have Will, who plays the human cleric, Emron. I don't quite know what to do now. Callum, who plays the warforged artificer, Alpha. Rains. Will, who plays the dragonborn, Baal Valcon. Poached, fried, or scrambled? <laughs> Ian, who plays the tiefling <laughs> warlock, Nix Carell. Hi. My name is Mark, and I'm playing the human blade singer, Seth. And last but by no means least, our master of magic, our commander of combat, our DMD of D&D, Dungeon Master, Danny. Bonjour, you bunch of scrambled eggs. <laughs> we fire off over the coasts of Dralak into what seems to be a rickety and shanty, rather large ship that seems to kind of slowly uh, crawl its way across the oceans to the bronze storm sea. And upon it stood at the very front, looking out over the water's edge, off into the distance of the bronze and illuminated sky that makes off the coast of Sleekgard. We have flapping, beard flapping in the wind behind him, hair flapping back with an orb in his hand. Old girl, who turns to the camera. Oh, fuck nuggets, what a rampaging <laughs> sandy river of doom. Damn, and there was a new power on the block as well? Shit. Oh, fuck, don't forget that big old sandworm done did the eating of rains. Oh, man, poor old Nick's trying to save his ass with a bit of shatter, but he shat all over rains instead. Emron gone full angel mode trying to do the flying away. That didn't work. He got dragged back in. He had to be saved by some sort of wildfire spirit shit. But that wildfire asshole done broken more eggs. What a bitch. Only five of them eggs left. Hot diggity damn. Meanwhile, Seth, we found out that guy's name. He done did the blade song. He done get all up in people's grills. He be slashing. He be blocking. He be parrying. It's some really cool shit. Oh. Fuck, yeah, that Captain Your guy, he, the uh, girl, sorry, oh shit, no, she's a lady, big old lady, fucking huge lady, bigger than big lady. She done bid warning everyone about who gonna die, cause somebody gonna die. Then she heats a bitch into that sandy river, and she turn round, flip over her wrist, and show the signs of a Lido. You wanna know what happens next? Well, you better listen close, boy. The only fucking thing I'm going to hate about doing this is following on after Will's just dropped howlers like that. I just... I'll finish on Yeats a bitch. Take it seriously. I can't deal. That man can finish on me anytime. (laughs) And there's the opening of the episode. (laughs) All of that is the opening of the episode. I've got my opening keys now to this. I don't have to go much farther. (sighs) Okay, so... Welcome back, listeners. We find ourselves at 
the Crips. Uh, fucking hell. We find ourselves at the Hip Crips. You never struggled. You <laughs> never struggled days, until you take the hell. The rage You have the power. Just say overnight they changed their name. No, can I say, Mark named this. He planted his seed early that someone is going to struggle to say this in the future when I am sipping tea, enjoying this from a player's point of view. And that muggins yeah. is me. Hell yeah. So, we find ourselves at the Abkriskra trading post once again. If you followed along last week, you'll have heard that whilst the party are trying to recover the dragon eggs of Sean Dralakar, the Abkriskra fight turned in multiple directions. Now they find themselves fighting against the captain of this operation, a Captain Yor, who revealed themselves last week to be a follower of Alido. On the other side of the map, swallowing, swallowed our companion, our friend Reigns, is this colossal landworm at which we can only really make out 20, uh, 20 feet worth of, of their figure. The rest still burrowed underground. Elsewhere on the map, Alpha has taken it upon himself to put himself inside one of these boats that are suspended and, and floating above this sand stream. It's Captain Yor's turn. To the right of Captain Yor, engaged, is Seth. On the other side, Tilwa, Emron's angelic companion. Captain Yor is going to just take a step back, still remaining within five feet of both of you, so please don't say, I'd like to do an opportunity check because you have not got that opportunity at the moment. Just take a step back to change the angle a little bit. And still with one spell being held in one hand, the other hand is going to swirl up in a circular motion and you just see this small tornado sort of appear above the wrist of Captain Yor. And then she casts this spell westward and this almighty gust of wind follows. And caught in this, this radius of this spell, Emron slash Tilwa, Baal, an alpha, and the arachnid companion of Seth. I need all four of you to make strength saving throws. Alpha, yours is at disadvantage, sorry, advantage, as you are at the very end of this range and you are somewhat protected by the bow of that rowing boat. Sweet. So please, strength saving throws from you all. Question for your spider companion, however, Seth. Yes. Is it under the effects of um, anything like spider climb or, or things that will keep it tethered to surfaces? No, nothing okay. at all. Then strength saving throw, please. Okay, so the spider just off the bat, I rolled a 19 minus 2. Yeah, so no, I didn't roll a 19. Jesus, I rolled a 13, so 11. 11 from the spider. Tilwa. Yeah. That's a dirty 20, Danny. Dirty 20. Thank you. Uh, Baal. 16. 16. Alpha. 18. 18. Okay. So what happens is Baal and uh, your spider companion, your arachnid companion, are both pushed back 15 feet in a direction of the choosing of uh, Captain Yor. For you, Baal, essentially you're knocked straight back to the very bank of that sand stream. And were it not for your uh, your uh, 
sorry, remind me of the term, what, what it's called. It's a wildfire spirit, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We're not for your wildfire spirit, just there to offer just a brief, a brief fencing you would have fallen in. However, your spider, your arachnid companion is thrust into the sandstream. Seth. Okay, cool. Uh, sorry, sorry. I thought I thought there was something else going on after that. Yeah, it, um, into the into the. I assume it will, straight it into will the sandstream, fifty fifteen feet into it. It will just um, you'll just see after a couple of sec after like a, a second it disappears and then this little puff of red uh, smoke come directly out of the of the of this raging torrent of the sand river and um, yeah, spider is no more. And we've fucked up now, Danny. You've killed John Wick's dog. Well, someone was going to die. So thankfully, that's it. We're all fine now, <laughs> yeah, right? Yep. Yeah, we fulfilled the prophecy. <laughs> need, yeah. Captain Yor just reaches to her back and pulls this huge maul in one hand, what would take any of you two to, to wield, and just raises it forward towards your shadowy blade, Seth. That's the end of Captain Yor's turn. Baal, you've been pushed back but you are not in that sandstream. What do you want to do? Thank fuck. I like to imagine that Baal had like a claw in the sand as he was getting pulled back as well, just to stop him that little bit more. And the wildfire spirit's there. Uh, it's going to kind of circle around him. He's going to fling it forwards, like coiling around his arm and flying forward. So with his bonus action, he's going to send the wildfire spirit uh, only th probably 30 feet kind of towards the eggs rather than towards um, where this bad guy is uh, and it's going to use its flame seed attack on nasty pasty uh, for a <laughs> dirty 20 to hit dirty 20 will hit excellent stuff it'll take five points of fire damage um as as it's kind of making its way over there it'll just puff a kind of not a fireball but like a fire bolt style thing uh, out of its mouth to hit this target and as with one fluid motion of his hand as he's doing that he's going to reach up to the sky and bring down like a fist as a lightning bolt is going to strike just behind uh captain your as well i need a deck save absolutely w which egg were you targeting with your fire spirit there will just uh, to clarify the egg of go fuck yourself <laughs> uh, the deck save is a 17 <laughs> that's a pass so they will only take half of uh my rolly rolls and hopefully it'll be a bit better this time uh it's a fucking decent roll it's 24 so it takes 12 points oh, of oh lightning. man of lightning Half damage correct okay great thank you very much and then with my movement uh i can see that you've got people around uh what i'm gonna do i can only i'm assuming it's still difficult terrain um, yes, where there isn't wood or stone, so where you are stood on pure sand, it is difficult terrain. Yes. Okay, then I'll use full movement to go 15 feet kind of between the two eggs that the vulture left um, last week and where uh, Captain Yor is. So making my way forwards, not directly to them, mm -hmm. uh, but making my way forwards. That's my turn. Perfect. Thank you very much. Reigns. It's Reigns' turn. Hello, Emron. Question. Uh, is Captain Yor still having a spell in one hand? Still has one spell in a hand. Does he need to make a concentration check? Thank you very much for the reminder. You're welcome. He just got lawyered. Passes, but I appreciate the reminder a lot there. Thank <laughs> Sorry, you. Sorry, I, I was just aware that because I, I knew you'd kept mentioning it. So I was like, that's Danny yep. telling us he's concentrating on spells. So I thought. Yes. Appreciate the reminder. Uh, yes, passes though. Um, 
Reigns is obviously incapacitated in some capacity, but Nix is the person close enough to hear it. You do just hear whimpering, crying, screaming, general sounds of distress that you would attribute to Reigns' voice. Um, that is the end of that turn. Again, standard for Reigns. There is a commotion uh, within the, the tent that... Um, some of you would hear, but not really amongst everything else. It's almost like there is a breeze, but there was also a bit of a, a, a rumble of, of structural material. Top of the round, then, Seth. Fuck me right. Okay. 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 Fuck him up, Fuck Seth. Me kill right. Spider. Fuck him up. You done fucked up. Can't kill man spider like that. Right. Seth is going to turn, and in an instant, just... All, all kind of blade songness drops. It doesn't drop. It's just for taste. He goes, <laughs> his arms just go down by his side and goes, fucking Binglog, really? And he's just going to jump off the little platform and a big overhead strike cutting kind of across from right side of the neck down and across the throat and chest. He's going to roll a big old attack. He's not going to put booming blade on it. He's just going to hit this person in the face as hard as he possibly can to um to fuck them up really okay uh that is to begin with a 19 to 25 to hit very nice yeah it hits i'm guessing it's gonna hit yeah the rice dice the rice dice aren't rolling but that's okay it's not too bad that's 10 points of psychic damage as psychic. Um, who is nearby emron you would just hear like very faintly from captain your this whispering from in her head you can't quite hear it, but um, the psychic damage kind of goes through and you can see maybe a, a little bit of blood from the ear, maybe, or I don't know, something like that, as this blade kind of cuts through and causes no damage across the, the body. Um, oh, have I got anything else I can do with a bonus action? Not really, no. I also misused in my last, in the last episode, I talked about using a, something as, a, I misused it. I'm still learning, I'm sorry. Um, okay. Misty Step wasn't a bonus action. It was It was a bonus action. I used it as a full action. Um, so that's on me. But aside from that, that's all um, Seth is going to do. He's actually, sorry, he's going to shift his movement slightly to put himself um, directly next to, between Seth, between Captain Yor and the eggs behind mm-hmm. him. So he's got his back to the eggs, not protecting them, just in a better position there. So he can kind of get the corner and hoping that Emron would match it. He's kind of kind of trying to mirror the position as Captain Yule moves back. He's follow, pushing pushing forward. And that's the end of this turn. Great. Thank you very much. Which takes us through to Nyx. Nyx, you are standing, standing in the shadow of this 20-foot colossal landworm. Reigns okay. engulfed inside. What would you like to do? Right. So I am now 15 foot away from this creature. Yeah. Uh, having my last turn, the dagger just go straight through this kind of creature. Uh, Nyx is just um, walking towards this creature, uh, hearing Reigns' cries and whimpers. He's trying to control the stress that's building up. It almost can taste the, the stress in his throat. Um, and he's he's just listening out. I want to hear what's the soundscape of this creature. Is there a roar? I can hear rains, but can mm. I hear the creature move? Can I feel the sand move around me? Like, what's the atmosphere like as I move closer? And I am taking this in as I move my fifteen feet to the base of this creature. Mm. Looking make up an, at this thing. Make an investigation check for me. I should have guidanced my fucking self before doing that. Um. 13. 
So you look at this creature, really concerned for your friend. And as you look at this creature with a sense of intrigue, the only thing you're hearing is the sounds of the desert and Nick's whimpering. Well, as I it hope moves, it rains. as it sorry, rains whimpering. As it moves, no sand at the base of that is responding to the movement. As it flails, you don't hear any of that sort of visceral anatomical sounds that you'd attribute to a creature that's digesting something like this. It doesn't have an odor. Okay. So just like I am as a player, Nick's with a furrowed brow, confused to hell over what's happening. He's got one dagger left and he summons up some bravado and he looks up at the creature. A vast motherfucker! And Nick's is going to just push the blade and his hand all the way through the base of this creature. Go ahead, roll to attack. Okay. Let's do it. I'm so confused. That's a 24. You reach out with this dagger in a very controlled and steady motion, galvanized by the fact that you are suspect about it. And it's just... You beat no resistance. You push that knife in, and it's like you're just going through water, going through air. It doesn't change. There's no reverse friction. Um, That's the end of my go, because I've used everything I think that I can think of right now, but I've gained a lot more information. Moving on! <laughs> I if thought it, Daniel was going to have you stab Reigns then. Just, I'm at the that, base. Yeah, like, you slowly I, push <laughs> your dagger forward and it slips into his throat. <laughs> a natural one. And you, you maybe pull an elven toe out with you, but you didn't know that. So. <laughs> oh, shit. I'll do it again. <laughs> just, just try and put it back. Oop, nope, no one Alpha, you're up. You are in an untethered boat that is now about to move 100 feet in six seconds. So you can elect where you'd like to jump off, but that boat is going to keep going. No, that's fine. Uh, we'll do the boat stuff first. I'm basically going to try and head it, keep it straight going south. And then just as this sand river bends, I want to try and ground it if I possibly can, just uh, against the sand itself, rather than take a, a, a jump out as it's going round. So I'm just going to keep it, mm -hmm. Keep the momentum of the river flowing with the boat, but literally keep me aiming for the sand just at the bend. Okay. Are you proficient with vehicles? Uh, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Okay. Could you make a athletics check at disadvantage for me, please, to see if you yeah. understand yes, how a rudder works? Fuck yeah. This would be interesting. Is the rudder Dutch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 13. Yeah, so you're able to just sort of um, put everything into steering this thing so it just collides with the riverbank and then it sort of breaches the riverbank and rests uh, on the bank itself. So you are you are grounded um, right near the carcass of that that camel that the snakes were picking away at. Um, uh, you haven't used any movement to do this. This is just your your action to to steer that boat. So you still have your movement. You still have your bonus action. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to use the rest of my uh, movement, which is. 
15 or so feet, or precisely 15 or so feet, to start moving towards the sandworm. Um, Alpha doesn't know any better. He sees at the moment Nyx. I mean, I've got a. I'm not looking too intently at it, and I only have a passive perception of about 11. So I'd imagine I would just see Nyx trying to fight this sandworm that is where Reigns used to be. I think I would consider it an enemy, and like Nyx has actually done, I I also have a dagger. I'm just going to attempt to hurl one okay. um, at this creature. I'm aiming for the head. Okay. Um, yeah, it's 45 feet away. So Roll to hit, that. please. 17. Yeah, so you throw this dagger and it's a, it's one of your best throws you've ever done. You're quite impressed by by the, the angle, the, the direction, the pace on it. And again, it doesn't contact and and work with flesh as you understand it. It just seems to dissipate, go through, and then a few seconds later you see a little movement spray of sand in about 20 feet behind the creature. Yep, nope, that's pretty much what I was expecting. Um, that's fine. While Alpha's going to be doing this, um, Beta is going to try and fire another uh, force ballista bullet off at um, the only remaining member of the Opriscra. Mm-hmm. Um, big, nasty, human orc type person. Um, but that's a eight to hit. That misses, I'm afraid, as you you, mm. you set that cannon off and it, it directly hits the tent marquee uh structure behind you and sort of it's not fire so it doesn't blaze it but it sort of leaves like a scorched ring in some of that that fabric okay yeah i'm right i think it's not it's force isn't it damage not fire it it is force if i hit something though it's supposed to move five foot back but i don't think you can move like an entire building or something yeah the the, part of that 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 fabric wall just sort of inverts that's all yeah and beta is going to move a little bit closer towards the river he's only got about five foot on difficult terrain anyway but he's just moving a little bit closer. Okay, fantastic. Okay, Emron. Everything. Right. Um, uh, Tilwar is going to, or Emron slash Tilwar, is going to uh, match Seth's move. Uh, he's seen the uh, the symbol of Alito on um, Captain uh, your, your yours. Um, uh, was it on, his, on the forearm? The wrist, yeah, the underside of the wrist. Yeah. Uh, and Tilwar will look, his face perplexed for a moment, his angelic features frowning, uh, and then he offers a salute and then moves to flank and will attack Captain Yor. Go for it with uh, advantage, please. Thanks. Oh, that's a me. 20 to hit. That hits. Go ahead, roll damage. So that's seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. Accompanied by four points of radiant damage. Yep. And... Don't know why it rolls two dice. Uh, six points of... Fire damage. Okay. Ow. And can it make a constitution saving flow, please? It can. She can, I should say. That's a, a 16. That passes. So um, the, your doesn't set on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, so the the flame as the hammer comes swinging in, as it hits it, almost like a hammer on an anvil. There's this spark of fire that, that almost flickers across your before petering out, and there's, there's the accompanying glow as the radiant damage slams into Captain Yor as well. And then Captain Yor is also shifted five feet towards the river. Oh, okay, cool. So pulled south. Yes. Great. Thank you very much. Emron, as that um, spray of warmth uh, from those that, that fire damage that you, you base, so the, the regular contact hits as you'd expect it. The radio damage empowers your strike. But as that, that subsidiary um, damage, that, that fire that you would expect to sort of soak in, it almost begins to sort of reveal other parts of her flesh. And where you saw this sort of sandy-skinned human, her forearm now looks entirely red. Her opposite forearm this time looks completely red. Oh, shit. Like a really dark crimson. That's all you notice. Thank you. Um, and has she made a constitution say, a concentration check? check. Uh, she rolled a nineteen in the concentration check, so that that uh, sustains. Um, it's Captain Yours' turn. Hang on, sorry. And there's a bonus action. Yep. Sorry. The hammer will because it because the spell was still up. Um, the hammer will move twenty feet towards the entranceway of the tent. Great. Thank you very much. Sorry to interject there. That's okay. Captain Yor is just going to look down for a moment. Her, her eyes are really only focused on Seth. She's only just sort of lifted an arm in your direction, Emron, to sort of just protect herself from, from some of your incoming uh, uh, velocity. Uh, and as she looks at, at Seth, she just smiles. And then where this forearm was revealed red, her entire body turns red. And then these two red wings produce out of her back oh shit and then in the spaces between the wings on the shoulder blades and her shoulder bones a set of black legs lower down the base of her ribs another set of black legs and there is this eight limbed creature with two wings, the same physique, but almost unpacked now, standing in front of you. And she's continuing the smile for a second longer before pulling back and unleashing this almighty strike with this maul against you, Seth. Four, a 27 to hit. Uh, that, that hits. That fully hits. So, you're being hit with a wrathful strike. I deserve it. So I need you to make a wisdom saving throw to check against being frightened. Okay. So, that is an eight for wisdom saving throw. Uh, wait a minute. Let me just double check, double check. No, that's con. No, that's that. Yep. Nope. Nope. Eight. Took seven point, sorry, seventeen points of damage in total. That's eleven bludgeoning, six psychic, and you are frightened. Okay, I fucking am as well. Jesus Christ! 
Okie dokie dokie. <laughs> so that will drop uh, that. Yeah, I'll figure out. I think that drops Blade Song because I think Cancer's incapacitated. But let me, I'll, I'll figure that out. But yeah. Keep okay. Going. And as a second action, she's just going to step over your shoulder, allowing an opportunity attack from you, Emron, and place one hand on one of the eggs on the jetty. I will I will take the opportunity attack. Thank you. Go for it. Is this her turn as well? Yes. Okay. Cuz this will if I hit this also triggers my crusher skill. Okay. Nah, roll a one. Natural one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you outright miss as you just make this swing, sort of distracted by the 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 the, the um, additional appendages that you you spy upon this this figure. You just basically hit slam your hammer into the deck. I'm really what sorry, Danny. It's just thing. I forgot the um, the breakdown of the damage you told me. You split it up. I was too uh, agog by the 17 a- points of damage. Eleven bludgeoning, six yeah. psychic. Okay, I'm going to use something sorry as a i believe i can nope doesn't work for psychic never mind ignore me thank you uh, that's okay okay also, to answer your question uh mark i don't think frightened doesn't affect your blade song no i've just had a quick check and yeah i'm, I'm all good i just have to use my blade song to blade song the fuck out of here <laughs> and uh skedaddle so she's taken her strike she has revealed herself the one hand that has, has been holding this purple spell the entire time is just going to cease. And as it does, Nyx, Alpha, this colossal creature just disappears in, a, in an instant as though it was never there. And then she's going to turn to What you. happens to Reigns? Reigns is just there, cowering on his knees, hand over his head. So uncertain of what's going on right okay and looking out across the battlefield with this now free hand resting on one of the dragon eggs she's just going to look in your direction Nix and shouts you're next and then in a second huh the figure disappears and the egg she was holding goes too. No, nope. she's gone. She's gone. Removed from the battlefield entirely. And the egg that was with her. So four eggs remain. The fuck. Are we still in initiative order for this? There is no perceivable threat. The worm dissipated as though it was never there. There is no perceivable threat. You are out of initiative. Seth's going to sprint towards the door of the the huts and check inside, uh, limp, sorry, away mm-hmm. towards the huts and uh, and check to see if there's any remaining members of the Abkriska um, within. Absolutely. So as you get to, that's just hidden it, hasn't it? <laughs> it's hidden it more, yeah. <laughs> as you get to the to the trading post itself you see what was once this sort of half tavern half space of commerce with a, a, a base of storage it's been completely ramshackled inside it's just overturned cargo overturned crates and there is one injured vulture in there trying to break three that's been thrashing about for god knows how long they're 
there are a number of cryptic corpses that are, are, are half mangled. Um, it doesn't look like there's been any other sign of activity that that, that breathes still. Just this okay. trapped vulture that's trying to claw a way out, but has injuries everywhere. If you, if I may, just take a second thing to do then, just to get this over with. Um, he's going to look over his shoulder to make sure no one's close by, and he's going to um, reach into to his uh, spellbook again and whisper, "Dardoid." The end comes to himself, yanked down on a bookmark and forms a clapper of a massive red smoked bell and the clapper smacks into the side of this eagle. He throws a bookmark to one side and I'm going to cast Toll the Dead and um, hopefully with a D12 uh, because it looks already damaged, I get to roll mm -hmm. a D12 instead. I'm going to try and just kill this creature outright. I'm just going to roll a straight D12 because um, I can't adjust the roll on um, with, the, with the thing itself. So that's five points of... Tolling damage. What's the? I've got a roll to. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. It's a wisdom, wisdom saving throw. Wisdom save. Yeah. Uh, that is a eleven. Uh, my spell save is higher than that. Oh yes, uh, fourteen. Cool. So yep. it fails, and so whatever I previously said, so so seven five the. Eight. Uh, you've said five points of damage. Five, yeah, that's right. Five. So the the um, toll the dead that 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 bell that sound just rings out, and this creature just in a second releases all of that pain, releases all of that that chaotic energy, and lies flat. And as you take that second to just sort of regain your breath, and you're looking into that that tent. To your right, you sense activity from your from the Dragonborn uh, acquaintance, Baal. Yeah, so seeing uh, this, your character just suddenly disappear and another egg gone, Baal is just basically out loud going to be saying, no, 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 where is she? Find her! And every six seconds from this point onwards... Until I say otherwise, he is raining down lightning bolts on all of the structures, everything nearby, including where um, Seth has just gone as well. And he is just basically raining hell down from the skies as, as lightning damage. But he's just trying to set this whole fucking place ablaze. Okay. Um, and it lasts for, what, nine more rounds? Uh, no, it lasts for 10 minutes. So I've probably minutes. got about nine and a half minutes left. Okay. So Jeez. what's going to happen is you're all going to have to sort of navigate this as it, these lightning strikes are happening every six seconds. Um, Seth, as it, as it currently said, you're not inside the tent. You've sort of just opened up the fabric door, cast your spell, taken in the scene and let it drop. So you're not necessarily in immediate danger, but if there's enough structural damage hits or if um, Bal's unfortunate aim continues, you may be in the firing line a little bit here. Um, but what do the rest you want to do is you're just seeing these strikes happen every six seconds. What's happening? Um, so as the creature disappeared, uh, Emron slash Tilbar will have gone towards where it went. Mm -hmm. Can I make some kind of like, uh, I don't know, history check or something? I want to know whether the, what the, he saw, was it some kind of fiend or something like that? Was it of... Of, of of the hells rather than anything else. I'm um, trying to... Yes, make make a history check. Nah, it's a six. Red skin, maybe it's a devil. Pfft, who knows? That that that's your deduction. Fine. Um, could also be a tiefling, half devil. Could also yeah. be a dragonborn, not a devil. 
could be a human who likes red paint. Like, it's a hard deduction <laughs> yeah. to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you uh, synonymize red is danger and anger and evil yeah, things, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you make a really base connection. Fine. Um, uh, and then we'll go back over to Baal because this won't last long. And Baal, uh, Tilwa will turn to Baal and be like, you must be calm. We must take what we have and get them to safety. And then I'll let the others do stuff. Yeah, but I'll just respond and say, this is not a time to be calm. This is a time for fury. And again, raining this down. And also he's going to turn around and with a dragon's breath, unleash it on the structure behind as well. Obviously, all of this, yes, he's angry, but he's not an idiot. He's not going to be directly trying eggs. to damage the eggs. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he's just trying to burn any of the Abkriskra filth away okay. from this land. S- mm-hmm. Seth, you're in an immediate vicinity of danger and you sense that. Are you doing anything to just sort of change your position a little bit? Oh, no. Um, he's going to uh, see this and kind of like open-eyed, nod, nod, nod to everything that he's just heard Baal saying. And he's going to move, he's going to look around and the guy that he hamstringed two weeks ago, well, mm-hmm. two episodes ago, um, <laughs> but only literally like 18 seconds ago that fell on the floor, literally where he's kind of stood just to the east of the the large tent structure. He's going to pick up and wherever Baal has just dragon form, Dragonborn has just breathed fire. He's going to hoik the corpse and make it land in the fire. And basically, wherever Baal lights something up, he's throwing a corpse on it. Anybody, full stop, anything that was of Kriska, he is burning. Uh, okay. corpse, Corpse-wise. He's not la- lighting fire to anything, but he's moving bodies around without breaking a sweat, without saying anything. Just nods, and then he starts moving in a very, very quick and formulaic fashion. So you have whether, this... whether, sorry, that's whether or not he gets he gets burnt or not. It doesn't matter. Whether he gets hit by lightning, doesn't matter. He's he's moving the corpses. So you have this this um, out of control dragonborn that's just sort of flailing magic everywhere, and you are seeing this elemental um, force, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, fuck these guys!" And you are just participating in trying to eradicate what what ha- you have been around for however long you've been here. I think min- minus the fuck you, fuck them. I think it's more just like a. I have no idea what this is about, but I'm going to make it work to my to my end okay. as well. You're doing something, but that kind of works for what I want to do. It's kind of like a okay, that's fair enough. Okay, um, and a little bit of a little bit of fear. He's still got that residual heart thing from what um, the captain had just done, so he's a little bit fearful. And mm-hmm. this is a group of strangers that I can, he's formed a fucking thunderstorm above his head. That's lightning they've set fire to things there's wind walls there's there's death and destruction from snipers or whatever you know <laughs> serpent here and your boats exploding the guy's chest exploded next to him so he doesn't know what the fuck this is but he's just going to make use of what he can do before he eventually has to fight them and as this this chaotic scene is going about until while you are trying to calm the emotions of these two relatively well one absolute stranger and one you've known for two and a half days at this point we're just going to pan to the other side of that that sand uh, uh, stream uh, and you just see this this light fill Reigns's uh, body language once again as he's no longer in this the, the, the whatever he perceived inside this illusion that existed and he sees his his uh, mechanical son and his his ally and he just smiles and then falls to his knees, exhausted again, onto the sands. Nyx, Alpha, what do you do? 
Alfred's running towards Reigns as best as what he can. He's really heavy kind of boot prints, probably slowing him down. This is trying to get enough friction onto the sand. This is as close to a panic run as Alpha has ever actually felt um, for Reigns to be in such a deep state and him to be very, very aware of it at this point. And he's going to kind of get to him, go to his knees, do uh, straight away, I suppose. He's going to kind of check for any wounds or anything like that. He's dabbing his head, uh, testing for moisture, um, just trying to see if he can determine what kind of state if he's in, if he needs immediate help, if he's on door, death door or God knows what else. Make a make a medicine check if you wish. Nine. He seems, as well as the conditions he sort of began the day with this this overwhelming self sense of exhaustion. He seems to have temporarily gone into this state of shock. He's clutching like at his his head as though he is he is sort of deafened temporarily, and he's sustained this this um uh sent sensory based damage that it's hard to ascertain, but he is sort of clutching at his ears and he is, he is in pain, but he is, he is unconscious, but, but, but safe in the same regard. That's but he's fine. conscious. He's, there's he's, pain, there's sounds from him. Like, yeah. He's when when I say he's unconscious, he's like, he's like in and out, but, okay. but he is, he is exhausted and he has yeah. got like the worst That's migraine iconic. ever. You yeah. can see a breathing pattern, even if there's yeah. no, kind of sensory reaction to anything yeah it's fair enough um if, if that's the case then alpha i think would literally just try and scoop him up um nix would like, walk over to you as you start making that motion and just put a hand on your shoulder i i, I might be able to help here alpha just just bear with me a moment and nix will sit down next to reigns um half his mind is just going through what's just happened with this apparition and then the the devil woman who nix didn't really see like all of a sudden direct and then shout towards him you're next um he's trying to shake that off and he puts his books in front of him and he uh he grabs a pinch of sand as he reads the instructions of the spell that he wants to cast and he kind of just sprinkles it over reins at the same time he digs into uh his pouch and he takes a rose petal and um he splits that in half and he's going to cast sleep on reigns just to just to put him out mm-hmm. and he he is in no state to resist and uh because of your shatter damage he does not have the hit points to uh, <laughs> contest that sleep that's the um, reason why i did it at all so as long as you can roll above a three he will sleep I rolled 18, uh, so as the sand kind of falls on rains and it kind of mixes in with the broken rose petal, um, a sleep takes hold. And I'd like to think it's just, again, because it's Nyx and kind of that trace magic that he uses, it's not like a golden sand colour. As the sand falls from Nyx's hands, it changes from the golden sand that you'd expect into like this purple kind of hue. And as it hits, it kind of absorbs into Reigns' skin and his body falls limp. Um, and... Nix isn't looking at Alpha at this point. Nix is in a deep kind of trying really hard to make this spell stick. And the reason why it didn't work before is he didn't use the right components and he didn't read. Now he's got time and he's read the instructions and he's trying to attune himself to every spell that he does. This spell is from the Warlock 
side no it's the sorcerer side of me so okay old girl's broken orb glows a bit stronger um as the the magic kind of draws from that through nix's hands and as the sand hits rains and he goes slump nix opens his eyes at the same time that rains closes his eyes as if there was some bond in the magic um that took place could you um, roll a d20 for me ah here we go <laughs> Here we go. I think there's enough chaos in everything you've just described to make you a bit unsettled. Yeah. A two? <laughs> Fuck, that's close. What does that mean? <laughs> it's only if you roll a one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that was See, close. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Uh, Alpha, uh, Reigns goes limp, as you were going to cradle him anyway, so I'd like to think that you hold him as he goes and you understand what I've done. There's probably a brief moment of panic as Reigns goes limp in Alpha's arms, but then he notices that he's still breathing at the very least. So he's he's going to just kind of, I don't know, curl him upwards closer to Alpha's chest um, just to try and keep the body contained uh, close to him. And so there's, nothing, there's no like arm that's dangling down or something like that. Um, Alpha's keeping as close to him as what he possibly can do. As Nix kind of comes back to, he's going to walk over up to you and just kind of poke Reigns to see if he's gone. Does Reigns move at all? Yeah, you poke him and you just sort of hear a... And he just sort of thrashes while snoring to his other weighted side. So you hear Nix just shout, yeah, and jump up in the air. Boom! Boom! He's asleep, Alpha! He's a fucking sleep! I did it! I did it! Anyway, Nix, <laughs> please resist in jumping, shouting. Reigns has entered a slumber. He needs rest. And yes, I know he's entered a slump, but never mind. It's a big <laughs> deal as Nix then picks up the orb from the ground. His book kind of dusts the sand off it and then makes his way 35 feet to pick up his dagger that flew through. <laughs> Just going, well, I thought it was cool. It's the first as time, Nick, Alpha. As Nix walks away, kind of muttering and shouting to himself um, as he goes to pick up his dagger, um, he's going to take a long, pandering look at Reigns and just look to Nix. Nix. He's not dead. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Nix saves the day. Reigns would be proud. He keeps saying you are making wiser choices every day. Hey, if the wise choice is to put Reigns to sleep, I'll do that any time. On this occasion, I believe it is. I thought it would... He's in no state to walk. If you're okay carrying him, I feel like that's just best all round. Doesn't matter. Anyway, we should probably make our way to uh, the group and... uh, or the big you, thundercloud that's just apparated over there. Could you retrieve my dagger as well, Nix? Who the fuck do you think I am? Yeah, of course I can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. Why is your blade better than mine? Where'd you get this from? It was, I took it from the armory. Back in old <laughs> These daggers I've had since the Esmeralda. Like, I was below level one. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, I must also retrieve the boomerang. I don't the know where the fuck that is. 
It is on one of the pedals, and I like to think that as soon as Alpha's kind of gestures towards where the boomerang vaguely landed, a lightning bolt just comes down <laughs> in its nearby vicinity. It's like, I think it was over there. Yeah, she won't be happy if you lose that. Um, I like to think we're walking towards the the big impending group here. Sure. Are uh, you leaving? Uh, are you carrying reins as well? I, I'm carrying reins, okay. absolutely. Yeah, um, I, no I, I think strength. we're going... Well, I'm going to be going the long way yep. up north uh, through just like the little dip yep. uh, where the river just kind of slightly breaks up and then coming around that. It takes you, yeah, it takes two or three minutes just to, to tread through that already difficult terrain and then double with the weight uh, mm. and then to just sort of get to that point, safely propel Reigns across without waking him up and then stepping over yourself. Um uh, Nick, if, other- if you followed, then it would be a similar route. Um, and as you're you're approaching that crossing, uh, Seth, what do you want to do? So, um, as he sees them approaching, just making their way over the river, you'll see Seth stood on the other side after piling up the bodies on fires, and it's black smoke billowing from where him and Bal have managed to burn many of the bodies. Um, you'll see him again pulling, looking directly at you, Alpha, and pull out another one of the tabs of his um, spell book and a wisp of smoke will start forming like pottery, forming a l- large disc that gets larger and larger and larger. He then kind of places it down and it floats almost like a hoverboard, quite a large disc on the floor. He's cast um, Tensor's floating disc and he's then going to push it out towards you. It moves um, effortlessly across towards you and he just uh, says, put your friend on that. I'll carry him back. Alpha, as this floating disc comes towards him, he's going to turn reins away uh, from this floating disc. So he's kind of putting his own body in front of him. And Nix is going through his book just to say, what the fuck spell is this? <laughs> Fine. Clicks his fingers, doosh, dissipates. Cost me a fucking bookmark, though. Come on. I, no, we're not saying no. I, like, we don't do know who know. you are. He's gone. Right. Alpha, who the fuck was that? I have no idea. <laughs> I thought he was a member of the Ubkriskra. Oh, <laughs> shit. Hang on. And Nix is trying to work out how to get rid of the spell on him because he's currently an Ubkriskra <laughs> as well. And it's just like, I don't know. How do I turn this off? How, how do I turn this off? Um, I literally sure. have no idea. No idea. So he's an Obkriska for the. I, I think Alpha's going to take him over to try and position Reigns a bit better and just try and slap Nix across the face, just seeing if damage kind of breaks concentration on the spells as he as he understands it. Fuck! No, no, that's not how you turn it off. <laughs> Evidently not. Perhaps a different location. It's a different kind of turn off, Alpha. I need to teach you about these things. <laughs> How do we get the fuck over there now? Because I feel like he was helping with the disc thing and we might have pissed him off. That was not my intention. I've never seen such capabilities before. No, and I can't see anything that resides to a floating disc in here. As Nix points towards the spell book that he's carrying. <laughs> Is um, Seth in full Obkriskra gear? Um, as I understand it, Seth has not done anything to change his appearance. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Like, though so you can, sorry. Though that? you can see underneath that he has got like a secondary set of gear that none of the others did have upon them, though. So he stands out, but he still has the purple robe on top. He hasn't taken that off yet. No. Okay. Excellent. So whilst these kind of bolts are still raining down um, around as well, if if I see Seth kind of moving away from the river and back to us, 
I'm going to square up to him, up to the front of him, and just kind of stand there staring, eyes blazing. You stink of their filth. Yeah, I've spent a bit of time with them, you see. And uh, because of that, I smell a bit like them. But I'm not one of them. I can promise that. Bell's going to maintain the stare as well and the gaze and through his mind is going to be racing kind of parts of the battle as well, specifically what Seth has done within that. Um, moments are going to kind of flicker through his mind as well, seeing Seth stepping between um, that kind of what turned out to be multi-armed nasty pasty <laughs> and um, and one of the eggs as well. But he's still going to maintain that gaze. Where were they taking the eggs? They didn't tell me. My job was just here to defend the outpost. I was not privy to that kind of information. I didn't even know the eggs were coming in until a couple of hours ago. A bolt of lightning's going to strike ten feet away from you, just on the ground to your left. Bell's not going to flicker an inch, maintaining the gaze. Where are they taking the eggs. He semi-reacts to it, but with all his might and will, tries to not give give the kind of like flinch reaction he thinks you're looking for with it. And he maintains the stare back. I'm telling you the truth. I only joined the guard here a few days ago. They didn't even trust me. Didn't you hear what she said? She doesn't even know my name. If she knew my name, yeah, she would have trusted me with information. She didn't even know my name. I hamstring that guy that I then burnt. I killed that other guy who, let's be honest, he gave me a drink yesterday. I could have been his mate. And that there were probably a few more. Yeah, I gave your friends a disc and they told me no. Didn't tell you if no, just didn't know what it was. All right, fair, but if I'd waited till now to reveal my true identity and who I was, you, your love would have killed me. You, you're doing the lightning? Yeah, you would have struck me by now and I'd be dead. I tried to prove then what I can do now. You are a much more powerful force and let's be honest, a much more interesting group of individuals than the Abkriska and I have ulterior motives, okay? I don't like this lot. I never did like them. I had uh, other means of getting here and doing what I have to do here. So I'm not about this life. I'm avoiding this. If you could stop the lightning, it would be beneficial. It's kind of triggering me from things in my past. So fancy work I love the spell I'd love to have a look at your you know how you figured it out one day but I don't know where they're taking the eggs I don't know where the river goes I knew nothing about this place until literally a couple of couple of days ago I've got a passive insight of 17 Danny or, or I suppose yeah I'd, I'd ask it to you do I believe truly believe what Seth is saying um I'd ask Mark to not roll on anything that we can see and roll a persuasion or deception. Uh, I'll roll a d20. No, yeah. I won't on here. And then add your relevant modifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, was going to roll on there and 
Because it just it doesn't. But if you just you can you can just roll a d twenty and it won't because because you then won't don't have to tell us what skill you've added to that. Mm. This is know. true. This is true. Would you permit okay. me to make a, an insight roll as well to see if I can beat my? Yeah, I didn't beat the passive. Uh, that is a fifteen. So it's a seventeen is a passive, but seventeen is the passive. Um, okay, then in which case, uh, I'll ask Mark to reveal whether you're telling the truth or lying, because that truth. is what that is what Bao will believe. He's telling the truth. Okay, you can see there's there's, there's a slight, despite the facade of this chap, which I haven't actually described yet, um, of this chap's one eye that you can see and make out through the large scar on his left side of his face. Um, there is a slight look of fear in his face, though he's trying to mask it very well with excellent posture and posturing. Um, he's on the level. And T- Tilwa sort of steps towards this conversation and there's the light that radiates from Tilwa sort of um, throws a bit more on this scene and the campfire hits Seth from a different direction. Who is Seth? What is Seth? What does Seth look like? Oh, thank you very much for that segue. Um, I need to find the bit where I've written stuff about him now. So Seth, uh, he's got a mess of light ginger hair, swept back and sweated now because of the fight over a dappled and spotted white skin, really pale skin. Uh, he's, his nose and ears seem reddened with perhaps like frostbite, like on the, at the tips and on the ears as well. And he's got this long scar down the left side of his face that goes through the eye socket and down his face further down. Uh, over that left eye, he's got a dark brown eye patch covering it, um, obviously damaged. He's got underneath the obcriscal robe, which he does quickly now kind of uh, sh- um, kind of remove from himself, a kind of a two-colored traveling coat that rests over his shoulders, masking like he's a really, really quite skinny frame underneath. Uh, it's a dark blue on one side, and then directly in the middle swaps into a bright white, and it's held by a a pin that's made up of two brass molded pair of arrows pointing in opposite directions with a circlet in the middle. You can make out on his uh, hip a number of items uh, tied to like a sturdy military style belt, small multi-use knife, water pouch, and this really out of place uh, spell look he's got on his left side of his hip. He still has the shadow blade in his hand, but as he kind of shakes and shoulders off this coat, he pushes the blade into the ground and it kind of sits there perfectly jutting out. His chin held high, impeccable posture, not a crease, even though he's been fighting, seems out of place. Despite the build, he does give kind of like a, the air of this kind of, like he's had some kind of military training. That's what you see. Until uh, steps closer in. And as Tilwa um, sort of steps closer in, I mean, he should disappear shortly, Danny. So I was just kind of having How long does it day. hold? It's a minute, so it's yeah. not very long at all. I think as you start to approach Seth, yeah. then a couple of steps, and then the last step, you are Emron. Yeah, and as 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 Tilwar slowly dissipates, the 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 wings almost almost fading into nothingness, and just leaving a twinkling of lights that slowly that slowly scatter around him. Emron puts a hand on on Bal's shoulder. Listen. He's doing right by us in that fight. So how about we stop the lightning so we don't all get fried and maybe we can work out how to salvage what we got from this. You're achieving nothing. I am achieving exactly what I want to achieve, which is the eradication of their filth from this plane of existence. You're going to kill the rest of us soon. And I'd rather not be it. I don't think I have so little control 
over this and he casts his eyes up to the sky and another lightning bolt strikes the largest tent behind as well. Well, when this is gone, the cloud ends. All right. Well, when you finish having your tantrum, then uh, that's fine. Uh, I'll be carrying the eggs over to others and we can start getting this moving. So, Baal, you do you. You have a tantrum. Fine. Rest of us are going to, you know, sort this shit out. And everyone will start moving the eggs over towards um, the others. So towards the more western fire mm-hmm. near where that gap, where I assume Alpha and uh, um, Nicks. Nicks and oh, Wayne fuck. are. Sorry. <laughs> I had, I had, had, a, had, a, had a total brain fart then, sorry. And as you mentioned, Nicks. Nicks, what are you doing? I, I was wondering where I was in... Position to this because so, I yeah you yeah. cross here at the north uh, west of the the map sand thing where the where the sand dunes are a bit closer together and it's easy just to do a little hop over the the okay, uh, cool. sand stream itself so you're coming in from that sort of curved north brilliant um, so yeah everyone as you said that um, like to think you see me and Alpha walking towards you and you, you rightfully so back on task. Um, under everyone's command, I'll take out the bag of holding, Reigns' bag of holding, and just goes, yep, um, we can put them in this. And All right, let's, let's put the eggs in here and we'll, we can carry them back. It'll be a bit easier. Good lad. Well, well remembered. Well done. Another good idea from Nix. Yeah. Does the bag of holding open to a four-foot diameter? I does, don't know. This is not bag mine. Of holding... I don't think it would expand that far. So what? Hang on, how how heavy are these things? Uh, they are two hundred pounds. So Oof-ta. depends how you... much other shits in there. About two thousand gold pieces of stuff. <laughs> yes, that, so we can't. That's no. been taken out right now. <laughs> no, we're not. I've got this. Don't you worry. Don't worry. We'll, we'll <laughs> no. empty this out, Emron. This is a great plan. <laughs> uh, and um. As I mean, you're as you're kind of going through all this and you're, you're going over to the eggs, eventually, like a five, six, seven more strikes will be coming down from Baal. And I imagine, Danny, correct me if I'm wrong. I imagine most of the buildings will be alight by this point, at very least alight, not yeah. necessarily destroyed. Your, your strikes are now striking twice in locations that they're you have very little real estate left to hit. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Uh, and what Bal will do is he'll turn to the group and just say, it is not your job to lift, to touch, to move any of Chandralekar's children. I will inform her of what remains here. And we will get support in that regard. Enough has been lost. And with that, I'm going to drop concentration on the cloud above. Uh, and I'm going to start casting my eye around for, are there any, um, I know that with obviously all the, the storms and things going ahead, I'm going to be spending the next little like minute or so uh, just trying to find a, a small creature. What I'm going to do, just for your information, is I'm going to be ritually casting um, Animal Messenger. And the intention is to find uh, a small beast, just a tiny beast, whatever it is, 
and uh, inform them or basically uh, send a message, if you like, back to um, Chandralaka. Yeah, you wouldn't need to go far. You know that there are hundreds of thousands of uh, sand-roaming serpentile creatures that exist as part of this sand stream. And it wouldn't take an awful lot. It might get itself scratched a little bit to reach a hand in and, and hand fish for some of those serpents and ask one of them to send that message. Yeah, I do. I do exactly that. And, and if damage comes in, so be it. Um, but with that, uh, you'll kind of, uh, you'll see Baal whispering to whatever this creature is. I imagine, is is Druidic a language? I'm not sure. Yep. Yes, yep. it is excellent. Then it'll be in Druidic specifically mm -hmm. to this, and I get twenty-five words. Um, I should probably make a note of them as I because I kind of say them off, but I I haven't done. Um, so shit, here we go. Abkriskra have been dealt with. Collateral inflicted. Send the grove, retrieve what we can. How many have I got left? You've got 10 left. 10 left. I've counted 15. I, I count 11. Yes, yeah, so I counted 15. 20, 15. Yeah, 20 in total. 15. I've got 25 25 overall. words. 25 I've counted okay, 15 10 years. left overall. Yeah. Forgive me, sovereign mother. And I'll leave it at that. Skip dip it a bit dip dip. And, and as you say these words into the serpent, who one of thousands every second makes up this sand stream, you release it in a completely different direction. And while the sand stream to you all is traveling from uh, north west to southeast on your maps, you watch as you send this one serpent. And it heads southwesterly. And a few minutes pass. Ten minutes. And now your entire sand stream has changed direction. As this flow runs back towards the lair of Chandralakar at a rate of a hundred feet per second. Shit. Um Picking up the very heavy emotion layered in Baal's voice, Nix is just going to do a glance towards Emron and then just kind of put the bag of holding uh, away and move away from the eggs. Just, just reading the room. I mean, while that was happening, um, Emron would have sort of been looking at Nix and Reigns while he's you know doing his telling us off and then getting his creatures and be like, well... Baal seems perfectly calm and controlled, doesn't he? <laughs> hey, 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 Emron. Reigns isn't dead. He's asleep. W well done. <laughs> and I I'm very impressed. I mean, Because of me. Emron Alpha, tell him. And, and sees the burning. Alpha, tell him. <laughs> tell him. <laughs> Nick did indeed put Reigns asleep. Magic. <laughs> I know. You, 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 you're a growing boy. It's great. It's great to see. Everyone's going to be surveying the the wreck of the tents and be like, you know, it's a shame that 
Baal didn't think to, you know, let us search the place just in case there was any information about where the uh, eggs were going because, you know, that would be convenient for us to find. But you know what? He's done his thing. It's fine. I'll Um, be honest, everyone. I feel very out of my depth here. Like, I don't feel like our group is fitting in with this new area. No, maybe maybe Baal needs to stay behind next time. I don't think he quite fits in. You're right. <laughs> well, not so much that. I just feel like there's a lot of there's things happening that are beyond my level of understanding right now. Well, well, there's 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 lots going on, and um, I'm sure plenty of conversations. And everyone's going to look over towards Seth. What's Seth doing right now? He's staring directly back at you, listening to everything you're saying, and just kind of. <laughs> um, Flitting between the conversation, try, he's trying furrowed brow, just the one brow, and trying oh, to figure I, out what's going on. Yeah, come over here, lad. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. What's your name? Greetings. My name is Seth Farrow Reaver. Uh, who here is your captain? Uh, we don't have a cal- captain. We're more of this a, guy. Armor. This guy right here is our captain. Nick's pointing to Emron. This, yeah. this, this guy. I thought so. Where did you train? You have a military air about you. Uh well I trained under the uh, dwarves of uh, Clan Shadow Shield in uh, Shadow Mend not a military outfit more of a guild as it were a fellow soldier nonetheless I salute you sir my name is Seth Farrarever I was a spearman of the twelfth division in the fourth battalion of the Sleet Guard Surge I have fought the blight stood toe to toe against the enemy of the undead and in the defence of Spiritmon Redoubt I've served in the Hentis Empire. Mustard commander was Caladian Hathero, who served under His Highness Lucian Blightbane, the true prince of Sleetgard and its territories. Oh, made an arm for him. You what? It's, it's, <laughs> it's a real shame that Reigns is asleep. He would have loved that. Alpha, did you remember every no. single thing that he said so that you can tell Reigns when he wakes up? Because I will you not repeat it. Al- <laughs> you look at Alpha, he's still concentrating on Reigns at the moment. Yeah. He was not How listening to Seth at all <laughs> for any of that. Can we get a DM check on the passive perception there just to <sighs> see whether he did passively perceive that speech? Um, uh, Wait, yeah. you, you built an arm for him? Ah, um, yeah, a few years ago now, uh, Reigns and I, while we were working in um, in Shadowmend, we uh, created this arm. The right arm. The arm that ah, was lost. Yeah. That was you. This is Reigns, by the way. He's asleep. Yeah. I put Reigns, him to sleep. Magic. Reigns did the artificery to make it do what it did. I just made the, the shell and whatever it was. What you gave him saved countless lives. I commend you for that. Well, Having we, 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 control of both arms gave him control of his weapon. And because of that, he's, you you saved thousands of lives. I can well, I, I thank I you. Just, just just did what, what we, we were doing at the time. I didn't Yeah, the blight was a bit different. I didn't really have a blight over where Shadowman was, so it's um Give it time. Yeah, well well, hopefully. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for what hopefully you've done. Well, Yeah, that's one pick. There's lots to unpick. Just now, just that. What do you mean by hopefully? You said hopefully. I swear you said, down. You did you say just hopefully. said hopefully the blight would come to where you I don't were agree from. with it. I might have to kill you if you if you want the. No, no, I didn't. I, did, I didn't say hopefully. You're the one that said hopefully. I didn't I say it. hopefully. You definitely said hopefully. Listen, the lightning might have deafened your senses slightly, but I definitely heard <laughs> hopefully from someone over there. Is your friend okay? You said he's asleep. Uh, he's asleep. Yeah, I put him to sleep. He's, he's absolutely right. fine. He's, Trust he's, me. <laughs> with some magic. 
Yeah, he's asleep. Ma- he looks dead, but it's not. It's magic. He's asleep. I assure you, I am. Uh, you're not the only magic user here, sir. What was your the- material element then, sir? What did you sand? use for it? Just the sand from the desert. Just the sand from this desert. I was out earlier drinking some water and then some eyes came up at me. It was weird. I've had such a day, but I managed to take some sand with me because I've read in this spell book here about components and I didn't have the necessary. Well, I've tried to cast this spell before and it failed. So I've, I've just, I'm just, I'm, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it's a very new spell. I've got a long list of spells. I'm very trained. I have. So uh, he opens up his belt and just. Uh, I've got. I've got sand. I don't. I don't have the spell, but I've got sand as a material component. So if you come short of it, you just give me a shout. You can I'm also going use to, like rose uh, petals and crickets as well. And I don't know if you mash them up or you tear them up. I'm. I, I'm trying new things. Chewing them yeah, works just, best, and spit 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 them out and chew them. It gives you the best. The the, the saliva helps to break down the uh, the bug, and it it works better for spells. Listen, I'm going to stay with you as a group. Um, that's going I to was, happen. I was going to, I was going to say, um, yeah. So why were you here at the, the first place? That's done. I've got a question too. Can I look at your spell book? Yeah, totally. It's a bit confusing because it's not mine, but uh, absolutely. You can have a look. Um, why I was here, it's a very long, complicated story, but let me, let me attest to one thing. Number one, firstly, I don't lie. So if you t- ask me something, I will tell you the truth. If I don't want you to know, I'll tell you, fuck you. Secondly, um, my intentions are only for Sleep Guard. Okay? I know, you can probably tell from the accent, I'm not from Sleep Guard. I'm Hentis through and through, okay? From 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 the right side of the of the of the combat that's going on there, the civil war. My family grew up in Sleep Guard. It is a home to me, okay? Um my blood is there, my life is there, my mum, my father, they are both living there still. And I will die for that kingdom. I will die for Lucian Blightbane. Yeah, I might not have met the guy, might not have built him an arm, Very but I will fight intense. and die for him. But listen. I know one thing for certain, my friends, my soon-to-be friends and traveling companions, my companions, my, my, my unit, that I know the undead will return at one point. And I don't know what the fuck that was back there, but that was not one of the Abkriska, okay? I was told by a source of mine to infiltrate this lot here and just watch. I don't know if it was for that or if it might have been for you lot. Either way, I'm going for power here. Yeah, that thing looked powerful. You guys look more fucking powerful. She fucking scarpered. You lot remained, okay? So eventually what will happen is this. I will follow you for a while. I will talk at you about how much you are going to help Slitgard and defend its territories. And eventually you will come with me and we will put Queen Helena Slitgard back on the throne, right? And we will kill anyone who gets in our way, Yeah. You know, Reigns is really going to re- really I'm, I'm so gutted that he's, he is he's so going to be annoyed. <laughs> the wrong time to put him he, asleep. Reigns is all about on a sleep guy. Literally, he goes that's on a about lot of information to receive in like 30 seconds. Let me sum it up for you. You're, okay? you're going to do what you're going to you do. Just I'm going to follow along. I'm just going to follow along. And listen, I'm a soldier. I will look after my own. Uh, he pulls the blade out, shoo, disappears. I can, I can handle myself. Um, just be aware that um, anybody's we find, we are going to burn them. Uh, but they have to be dead, obviously, because that's how the dead come back, is they, uh, they are born from the, the souls of those that are dead in the ground. In Slickard, we burn corpses now because of the blight. So, uh, no, as that, I just, that, that makes sense. As I, I just did here, we're going to burn everything, every corpse we come across, uh, and he's going to turn to the dragonborn that's been burning things and go, your powers you have, uh, sir, um, might come in handy for that. 
uh, would you be okay if I did ask you every now and then to light a fire so that I could burn corpses upon it? I can light a fire. Um, yeah, but well, I'm asking the Dragonborn. Okay, sorry. Just <laughs> thought like that he's not the only magic user. Yeah, I know, but he he, he caused the entire plate. Look, we are standing in a big pit you of fire right do. now. I made him sleep. You did. I'll give you that. Okay, fine. You did make him sleep. I don't know what you. Anyway, he's a very powerful man. You don't know this, and he's not in his best form right now. Trust me. When he's had a rest and he's a hundred percent, he'd fuck a bitch up. Right? I put him to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so so j- just so you know, um this is and everyone will point to Reigns, this is the uh, uh crown prince of uh Shadow and Are Christian. we telling people about that? Well fuck it, Reigns does it anyway, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna cut You like off. princesses, he's a king in waiting. I don't like princesses. No, I just I want the right person on the throne of my, my home. Oh, what's it. your name, Re- Tiefling? Nick's Corral does a very long pause for your name. I wanted to lie, but then what's the point? We've already just said that he's the crown prince of Sweet Guard. Everyone seems to be very honest right here, and it goes very against me just to tell a stranger my name. But there we go, Nick's Corral. When you you share something in in a fart like this, Nick's, there's a there's a bond beyond you know just just the material. This is with you know we've spilt blood together and we face quite frankly death. I, and whatever I feel like this is a bromance in waiting. Uh, I'm just going with the flow, Emron. So, yes, um, as others can testify, Nick's Corral of the Esmeralda. Okay, just wanted your first name, but uh, you gave me a lot there. Sorry. Uh, we gave got, you a uh, lot? Gave you a lot? You gave me like a 40-minute backstory. Yeah, it's called introducing. You know, <laughs> you asked who I was and what I am about. This is Alpha. Hello. Oh, the one that doesn't look talk. up from Reigns yeah. and then back. Um, sorry, I got cut off. I've I asked you a question, sir, and I don't know if you chose to ignore me or not. But I, I'll offer the question to you again: Will you burn corpses if I throw them at your feet? Um, Baal is kind of staring throughout this at the. He does this a lot, by the way. He stares up in distance all the time, staring nice. at the cracked dragon egg that he himself um, threw and kind of missed with a scorching ray. And without even looking at his shoulder over at you, Seth, he's going to say, You say you fought for the Sleet Guard surge against the Blight? I was tasked with cleanup, purging the land, purifying the land, bringing nature back into itself. You need not ask to burn and purge the dead. It will be done for you. All good. He's gonna he's gonna kneel down uh, next to the egg and place a hand on it, and in draconic, just say, "I am sorry, my cousin." And I'm gonna cast bonfire at my own feet with it as well, so setting both of us ablaze um cooking the unwillingly fail the the <laughs> uh, save as well okay um <laughs> so it's only six points of fire damage but the intention is to half to three for myself mm-hmm. um but the intention is to basically uh burn the egg that i have murdered mm-hmm. we thought old girl was crazy yeah <laughs> this yeah. guy is lighting himself up and Where do we get these characters from? 
talking to Emron. Uh, well, y- yeah, I I honestly don't know, Nix. Maybe we attract him. Who knows? Um. Anyway, um, I feel like I don't quite know what to do now because if we're not taking the eggs back, they're going to come for the eggs. Um, and you know what? I quite like Range needs a place to stay. We should probably find a place for shelter. Um, and uh, I don't know, uh, Seth. You seem like the kind of guy to share a pint with. Um, uh, I think we've only got wine because beer doesn't tend to travel well, but that'll do. Um, Why don't yeah. I rip off some of the material of the burning tent over there? We fashion some kind of bivouac thing and we can sit under there, drink some wine, and share stories of the war. Uh, uh, like, are we, uh, Bowl? Are you cool with staying? Like, this seems to be a very, and rightfully so, emotional place for you. This is where my brethren will be. It makes the most sense to stay here. I don't imagine that the Abkriskara will return anytime soon. Plus, yes. we'll have to see whether the is 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 Queen Asher feels about the fact that we didn't quite... I mean, maybe there's more eggs for us to save. I don't know whether these were just the eggs we had to save, whether there's more, you know, after you got given your gift. I don't know quite where we stand. So just to check from what I've gleaned so far, and I believe I understand this right, you lot killed all that Abkriska a lot, apart from that one weird skeleton lady, definitely one of the blight. Maybe, um, or, or a demon, I think a demon. Definitely undead. And you well, then are demon. working for not just this dragon fellow here, but also a big fucking dragon that is your mate? I, I, well, we we were summoned. Um, we rescued a wormling in Schlittgard uh, many months ago now, and it had a message for us that we had to go see uh, another dragon in Drolax. So we came down here, we killed a roper on the way because it was on the way, and then we saw the dragon queen, and she asked us to do uh, her a favour, and uh, in exchange for her giving us gifts, we were going to rescue some eggs for her. Uh, and then at some point, we'll go back to the keep. We've got a uh, Goldport keep just outside of Goldview. Uh, and hopefully, be able to work out what the fuck we're doing. Yeah. Okay. We right. seem to be bouncing from thing to thing at the moment. So, I definitely picked the right side then. You have dragons on your side. <laughs> Excellent. This is what Sparrowhawk wanted me to find then. You guys. Okay. I'm with you. Thick or thin. I'll die for you. Well, Anyone? You don't. No, you, you don't have to die. die. <laughs> no, no, bit... I've said it now. I'll stand but... by my honour and by my oath. And don't worry, we'll burn your body for you. You better fucking burn it or I'll come back and haunt you. <laughs> well, I'll I'll put you down after you've done that as well. Well, okay. All right. All right. I agree with all of this, I think. Um, what the fuck were they doing with the eggs? Transporting he them. He didn't, he didn't know. To I know where? they are no. moving them. Well, the best bet is probably not here in the middle of the desert. I'm assuming they're center of power. They they are formed in Sleepguard. They might have been taking them to the coasts and then off to Sleepguard, perhaps across the sea to uh, the capital. What's it called? Um, gold, gold something or other. Port. Gold, no, gold view. Gold view. Taking them there where they, they, they have power there. Wasn't there that dragon attack like, a while ago? To, anyway, I, I, I mean, are they going to eat them? Are they? I don't know what they them? do. They're probably. I mean, we could have searched the tent, but Baal put. Only how much money are they worth? Only half the tent has been destroyed. You can see from the the radius of the spell that there is 
There is half a tent still standing. Oh, okay. Right. I'm going to go search tent just to check whether How much they, you know, money they left, are they worth? Whether they left a note saying, you know, uh, this is what our big plan is. Please don't let us fall into enemy hands. Mm. You know. I mean, I would have found that if they had a note like that. But, you know, I didn't look but, very hard. Well, exactly. Well, I'm going to go look to see if we've got any other pointers about where they are, Chris, were going. Make sure you itch hard. to jump on one of these boats and find out where this kind of weird sand river Probably back goes. to our dragon friends. Let's just change no. direction. Yeah. What just changed now, direction? Oh, it's it the river. If it changed direction, does that mean that the boats on it changed direction? So now the, the eggs are going to go to... The eggs are coming back to us. So the, the way it happened as you saw it it, cu- it cut was, off halfway through the- yeah the the serpents yeah. who were carrying the stream continued to do so and at the point where Baal sent the animal messenger that then the moved, next yeah. row of those serpents completely changed the direction and it is absolutely due the direction due south east towards back towards the lair it's following that messenger one that's leading it Emron doesn't know how fluid dynamics works he doesn't know yeah. Uh, everyone's going to go search the half tent. It's not burning, please. Yes, absolutely. Um, as you head into the half tent, isn't burning. You step over the the, the carcass of the now cooking, uh, post-cooked, more burnt, lightning burnt uh, giant vulture that, that Seth, Seth uh, uh, mercifully ended the life of. There is this back room at the far eastern side of this tent that remains intact and untouched. And Seth, you know that you were never really permitted access here. There was like a, a jobbing of Crisper area and there was a bit that was reserved for those of rank. And you, you never had the ability to, to step foot in there um, purely because it was guarded through the night uh, as well. Um, some of this has been reduced based off of um, Baal's fury. Um, so the, the the what you're finding is a is a lower amount than what you would have found had that not happened. But he, he didn't need to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I is think it, he did. It's okay, Baal. You did. Uh, you've destroyed, you know, five eggs, and uh, you, yeah, it's fine. Are you doing a full site sweep? Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah. I, I basically, everyone's looking for you know supplies they need if they need to go back into the desert. Yeah. He's also looking for you know uh, a master plan, saying my master plan by uh, m- uh, me, bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you find about six days worth of individual um, water skins. You find various. Baubles, trinkets, and coins to the value of 38 gold pieces. 12 scimitars. Oh, fucking hell. Some on the body of people you felled, some just as a uh, reserve supply. Pocket them to melt down, fine. You find three full crates of unopened cactus fruit wine from a vineyard Ooh. called the Bellowing Fruits. You find a ledger containing, quote, special cargo movement, end quote, which details nearly six dozen, quote, successful harvests, end quote, and, quote, shipment to gold warehouse, end quote. I'll repeat that. So there's a ledger moving special cargo to about six dozen successful harvests, to an end destination of Gold Warehouse. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll pocket that as well. Okay. Uh, you find a series of toll receipts um, 
that are all stamped to be cleared for travel and inspection. They're various documents issued by the OCC or the Abkriskra Crossing Control, which is the essentially the force that borders the road between Sleetgard and Dralak. Uh, all signed off by an officer signature of Deltus, an officer Deltus. Uh, I'll keep those just in case they're useful for us to get back across if we need them. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, you find um, a wanted poster, a wanted poster, a wanted poster for the fugitive named the Valkyrie. Oh, you, motherfucker. You find... Uh, you know who that is. I'll take... T- he's going to pocket that to see, hold it up to see whether Marota looks anything like okay. it. Okay. Uh, you find a map of Dralak, accurately locating the following locations. The capital, Scorchelm, the town slash village of Snake Run, the port town of Beach Barrow Port, a location marked as Steelhorn, a location called Flame Star, and a holdout called the Red Fort. And there is a purple triangle stamped at each of those locations as well, almost like it was an original print of that map, and then afterwards, purple markings have been made on top you find six scrolls of the spell mold earth okay i'm gonna pocket Uh, i'll take those and i'll eventually give them to nix because he likes things you find one potion of invisibility yeah and finally you find shelves of these sandals all of which the chris is wearing one of which seth Wears as well. They are June uh, striders. They offer a minus one to your AC, but sandy terrain doesn't impair movement. Oh, that's quite useful. I'll take a pair for everyone. How many of them are there? Lots. Yeah, dozens. Oh, we might be able to flog them. Fine. Nix, I need a bag of Odin. We got stuff. And that, that's about all you can sort of like. Like a really stretched sweep of, yeah, of that's that, fine. what remains. I've, I've, you know, given Nix the stuff, pocketed, other, uh, put all the other stuff in the bag of holding for distributing later. But I've given the scrolls to Nix because, you know, he likes that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, you can put one in your book. I don't know. Seth, do you want one of these as well? As he's passing to Nix. What is it you're passing? The shoes? It's some kind of, it's, it's, it looks to me like a magic scroll. I never really added flavor for it. It's not my kind of magic. So your scroller, he's going to open the scroll up. Mold Earth, yeah, I'll have one of those if that's okay. Yeah, yeah sure. Sorry, Nick. I thought we'd share, you know, be nice. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You've got you've more, more magic uses, the better. Have right? you done this one before, Nix? Yeah, old hat at it. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're lying to me, Nix. I've been nothing but honest. Uh, so, so uh, mm. Seth, just something to know. Nix, um, bless him, he... Let's not do this here. Like, there's better times and places. <laughs> okay, anyway. Probably surrounded with some ale. Guys, I've got so there's there's three crates of cactus wine here. Good vintage, apparently, uh, from what I can remember. So, I thought we carry this out. We'll we'll bivouacking. I believe Seth was uh, planning on doing. Yeah, I'll cut some stuff down. We can make it. Or, I mean, uh, Danny, is the is the tent still on fire? Or is it kind of not really? The, 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 it sort of dissipates after the okay. initial burning. Good stay here. Why don't we just stay here? Leave the yeah. wine, save moving it. Uh, this is a good plan. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll is, go get Alpha to bring Reigns into a bit of cover. 
I'll go get the water. Dragon Ball. Is he still outside? Is Ball still outside? I mean, you, you could, you know, I think he's in a bit of a mood. I won't lie, he's in a bit of a paddy. Don't care. I'm going to go get him in. He's, uh, Seth's going to make his way out towards Ball, who I assume is still on fire. <laughs> he's probably dead. We've ignored him. He's, yeah, he's dead. He's burnt he continues to burning. Um, meet Val. Val's <laughs> uh, what you'll see is Val going around. Like you said, there's there's various bodies, there's various things there. Specifically with regards to like the egg that he set on fire as well, um, you'll see that around his bandolier, um, he's got loads of different uh, small uh, glass vials and things in. He's going to remove one of them. Uh, and within it, you can just about make out some form of plant life, some form of flora or fauna. You're not sure which. And again, with no regard whatsoever to the, the damage that the fire will take, he'll place carefully this glass vial within um, within the, the, the kind of the, the burning area around the egg. Uh, and he'll do the same thing. Is it just there's just that one egg remaining locally to us isn't it that was because the other one was destroyed in the river yes so, so and the other ones were taken yes they have the the four that remain on site at the end of the fight mm-hmm. the one that you lost as well uh but everything else has has gone okay yeah not a problem and um yeah he'll he'll save something before they leave this area but i know that's not going to be anytime soon um, but related to what he's just done there, but effectively he's pl- placed a, a glass file within the fire. Um, I'm happy to take more fire damage if if needed. I think it's easy enough for you to, to manipulate that. Cool. Uh, yeah, and I'll see you come out. Uh, Seth would pop out and see Bile doing this and stand a uh, polite five or six foot away from the situation, many does not get burnt. And um, we'll just kind of stand solemnly looking and understanding something is going on here. There's a, there's a, there's a definitely some kind of emotional connection there and just kind of shout out over the crackling to the flames. It's difficult to lose those close to you. I've experienced it many times. I will not tell you it gets easier, friend. They will haunt you. All we must do is move on and live their memory as best we can. Anyway, we're drinking some wine in here, so when you're done out here, that's where we'll be. Uh, also, shout if you need me to put you out. I've got some water. And he, then he's going to turn back and head back towards the tent and uh, leave Bal to his morning. Yeah, he'll nod. And when he's ready, uh, he'll make his way in, but it'll be a while. Okay. And while Nyx, Alpha, and Emron are inside cracking open the first of many, perhaps, bottles of wine, Baal is taking in more solemn tones. Seth's just trying to really place himself within this, this dynamic, having now had the chance really just to breathe again and not feel necessarily the disguise. Emron, Alpha, and Nyx... You hear a sweet tune being played. A stringed instrument. A melody that is calming. But you don't really recognize. 
Could you all make wisdom saves? Correction. Just Alpha Nixon Emron. As it happens in this moment where Seth just steps outside briefly. What the this? fuck? Yep. Oh shit. Wisdom saves, yeah? Mm. Um and I hear this music. Do I do I know that this is um before I make the wisdom save? Because it will affect my check. Mm-hmm. Am I aware that there's a magical property? Is it is it sparking anything of my arcanic nature? Where the this song is itself? Not... No. I I won't. Tide of chaos. It's straight roll. Wisdom. Here we go. Where's my wisdom, please? When you wish you had advantage. Fifteen. Fifteen for Nix. Uh, Alpha. Three. Emron. Twenty-four. 24. Okay. Nixon Alpha, you start hearing this music and... Fuck it. You can't help but want to get on your feet. And as you hear it, each of you with a bottle in hand, Alpha, the bottle is very ceremonial. You're not actually consuming it. It's just in your hand because you're taking that lead. I'm just holding an empty bottle. You start (laughs) doing this dance, this very flaily, rhythmic dance as though what you're hearing is the first time you've ever heard music and it's just let your body is just giving in to the 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 the, the nature of performance emron your your the two friends have just started dancing in front of you rains rains is still asleep it's like they have gone from Ooh. one sip of drink to being absolutely hammered and on the far, emron, dance on the far what are you side just in there staring at us don't be awkward. Dance with us. It's amazing. This song is the best song I've heard in my life. And I've heard some songs. I could tell you some songs on the Esmeralda. But this is the best one. Number one. It is quite freeing. Do join. Whoa, whoa, whoa lads. What are you doing? <laughs> Dancing. I... No, it is no, fun. Yeah. Let the rhythm take you. Right. I don't hear no rhythm. So, you know. Um... You hear the rhythm. You hear the music. Oh, I can still hear just, music, but it doesn't. It's not compelling you to dance. Yeah. No, okay. The um, music's got me. What can uh, I say? Uh, Seth, uh, Val. And just as you shout, you see a very thin blade pierce through the tent edge and cuts out a circular hole. Out steps a familiar face, reaches in and grabs one of the bottles. I heard there was cactus wine. Who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) You should dance, Emron. Take a load off. No, uh, 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 I I refer you to my previous comment. I introduce myself only but once. And... He sort of puts the cork of the bottle in his mouth, yanks it out, and you see this half-elven face once again. Takes a sip. Good thing no one fell into the sandy river, wouldn't you say? I, I, I would, but... Who are you again? Hey, Macarena. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the half elf raises the, his bottle to you. I only introduce myself 
once. Ciao for now. And walks off out of the tent. And that same cloud of smoke appears. And as you're stood looking in that cutout shape, Peter Pan-esque almost, your two friends dancing all manner of contemporary performance in front of you. Bump and grind. That's where we're going to end this week's episode of The Fellowship of the Fable. The Fable Top, for fuck's sake. Fable I Block. Oh, God. Fable block. You know what? Just stick the landing. That's we're all done. you had to do. Stick, stick the landing. Fellowship of the Table Plop. This is where we're going to end this week's episode of The Fellowship of the Tabletop. I like to think like that Nix has grabbed Reigns and is kind of dancing with him as well. Dancing with a corpse. Yep. Oh, God. Corpse? A sleeping... Not a corpse. A sleeping... Um, yeah. Limp as a corpse. Oh, no. There's a side story where Alpha and Nix take uh, Reigns now and have a fucking full adventure... Just like um, oh. Weekend at Reigns. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for saving me from the embarrassment of knowing the film, but forgetting the title in that instance. You're fine. You're good. Yeah. I got you back. Thank you. So much to unpick. Uh, not just thanks to Callum, but thanks to everyone tuning in, listening and making us a part of your everyday week. We love you for it. Uh, please tell your friends and family about us and get a review. That's the best way you can do to show us some love because we show you some love every week. And if you wanted to show us some love on a social basis, you can follow us on our X page, which is at Fellowship Tabletop. And then if you wanted to go one step further and follow us individually, you can do so too. I'm at iWorld of One. Will is at Natural 20 Will. Will is at Fellowship NPCPC. Mark is at Hastily Rolled DM. Callum's at The D20 Gamer. And our insatiable DM can be found at Total Party Thrills. <laughs> Until Ooh. next time, guys. Farewell. Farewell. Farewell.